Hello, you comedy punks. It's time for another conversation for my coverage of South by Southwest 2022. This one takes us back to the red carpet prior to the premiere of the new Amazon Prime documentary, Kids in the Hall, Comedy Punks, which details the nearly 40-year career and wide-ranging comedic impact of the Canadian sketch comedy group. The doc also coincides with Amazon presenting a new season of sketches from Kids in the Hall. You're about to hear from four of the five members of the group. Unfortunately, Bruce McCulloch slipped by me, but I did have the pleasure of speaking with Mark McKinney, Kevin McDonald, Dave Foley, and Scott Thompson. I hope you enjoy, starting with Mark McKinney. Hey there, I'm Trey. Hey Mark, how are you? Nice to meet you. Nice Welcome to, to Sorry, I'm trying to read your t-shirt really fast. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's a uh, it's a butcher's diagram of a unicorn. Is that really? Like, yeah. Okay. Magical mess, veggie bacon, brisket. Magical twist, yeah. So uh, this is, I think, what uh, the the health value of a unicorn. So uh, congratulations on making it to Austin, uh, getting this documentary made, and also the uh, reboot of the series. Um, I guess my first question for you, Mark, is uh, how have things changed comedically for you in terms of what is allowed and what's not uh, over the last 30 to 40 years? Well, uh, I mean, some things have changed. Some things we've left behind for, for obvious reasons. But, like, when we sat down to write this thing, we've always been about trying to make each other laugh. That's the one criteria you have to have in Kids in the Hall. So your sketches have got to make the other four laugh. And there was, I was worried that maybe we'd be slow to pick up, but there was a fire hose of sketches and new ideas. So it was really, you know, it worked. You guys always thrive by remaining fairly apolitical. When you did uh, touch on politics, it uh, seemed like you were uh, willing to bang on both sides. Is that still the case in 2022? I don't even think the word politics got uttered in our old writing rooms. Do you know what I mean? It was kind of like, we knew we didn't want to do commercial parodies, film parody, anything that would like, and this wasn't even intentional. I mean, this was like an accidental thing where... We just kind of wrote our own surreal kind of stuff. But, uh, oh, there we are. Trevor, stop that. (laughs) You stop that right now, Trevor. Ouch. Um, Yeah, so so did we bang on both sides? Yeah, I guess we sort of did. But it was never, do you know what I mean? It was never like, the oh, we're going to sit down and write a political sketch now. That was never our thing. Well, I feel like that's one of the reasons why that series, you know, even the the late 80s version stands the test of time. Going back and watching the old sketches now is that it's uh, really not dated in that regard. Love the abstract nature of things as well. Do you, do you have a favorite uh, way to present the material or a favorite, uh, I guess, a, a favorite avenue to go down when uh, when trying to make people laugh? Um, well, exaggeration is a huge part of it and knowing how much to put on it. And that's anything, whether you're doing a character or a premise or something like that. Like, uh, it's like flooring. I can't describe it. Flooring it. Flooring the stupidity. What I really enjoyed about writing this latest thing is that I saw very clearly, almost more clearly than I'd ever seen it before, just like, take your idea and now let's make it as dumb as we can. And it was so much fun to approach it in that pure sense. Is that, did, that, did I give a coherent answer? Makes, makes complete sense to me, but uh, I'm somebody who loves the abstract as well. So congratulations on the series, the documentary, and thank you so much for the time today. And now, Kevin McDonald. Hi, Kevin. I'm Trey. I haven't seen my family in here. 
Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Welcome to Austin. You've uh, had fun here so far. I hope. Yes, until the here. You're very serious, and I'm a little scared. No, that's just my resting dick face, I promise. I, uh, I'm a big fan of comedy, a big fan of you guys as well. Is there anybody that you are most interested in? You laugh in on the inside, don't you? Uh, sometimes. I laugh right here. The laugh starts in the belly. I sense that. When you heard about this documentary being made and you started to uh, to really understand the the uh, really what was trying to be done in making it. Was there anybody that you were most interested in hearing from about the impact that you guys made on their comedy careers? Any person you said or any... Uh, any one person, yeah. Um, well, no, but, but all the all of them, I was really interested in hearing about, like all, all their takes. Like, um, not one in particular, but Dave, Bruce, Mark, Scott, all of them. And um, and it's funny, because when I did watch it, I, I realized all our takes are slightly different. Uh, Which takes surprise you the most? Uh, and why? Oh, I forget. Uh, like, it all surprised me a little bit. I'm sorry, I have no examples. Uh, interview me after the movie. I'll, I'll see it again. Uh, I'll, I'll remember better. I'll be a better interviewer. I, no, you're the interviewer. I'll be a better interviewee, I swear. No worries, no worries. So as far as uh, bringing the series itself back, is there anything off-limits comedy-wise for you guys that uh, was very much in play in the late 80s and 1990s? Yes, because it's a different time. And um, we were like... Uh, we were allowed to have free reign in the 90s, we, um, so we've had our time to run and be free. It was free, and it was HBO, and they, they wanted us. Um, and now it's a different time, so there, there was some off-limits stuff, and um, we were, <laughs> I'm saying I'm a lot. Uh, and it, in a way, it was sort of a challenge in a good way, like a, a nice challenge, and, and we sort of had to write smarter comedy. And um, I, I think, if anything, it, it sort of improved our intelligence, and, um, and, and we, enjoy, we enjoy working. What's the key to good comedy for you, Kevin? Um, well, I think getting laughs, but that sounds like a bad answer. But I mean it seriously. Uh, because sometimes in my mind, I've written the funniest thing ever. And then when we do it and they don't get laughs, it's ruined. <laughs> and so you got to go back to the lab and you have to figure out, okay, you think it's funny and you trust yourself. So something happened between you thinking of the idea and you writing the idea and you rehearsing the idea and you showing the, um, to the audience. Uh, it's your fault, not the audience. Um, uh, figure it out. And I kind of enjoy that, too. Kevin, thank you so much for the time today. Congratulations on the documentary, the series reboot, and uh, have fun the rest of your time here in Austin. Thank you. Up next, Dave Foley. I'm doing good. You're silhouetted. I'm trying to find a way around the lights to see what you look like. There you go. Oh, the backlight. Okay. Well, uh, congratulations on making it to Austin, the documentary, the reboot of the series. Are uh, you feeling good? pretty good about everything right now? I'm feeling very good about it. I mean, I think for the documentary, the, the congratulations goes to those guys, you know, Reg and Paul and Nick. Uh, all we did was live the life, live the life for, th for uh, 40 years to, you know, as background for the documentary. And some people may not realize this, but you guys have continued to do things over time. Even after the TV show was over with, you had movies, you've done uh, series reboots in various forms or fashion. I'm curious, for you as somebody who is as funny as you are, how has what is acceptable comedy changed for you personally over the last 40 years now? Well, for me personally, it hasn't changed at all. Uh, for me, to me, acceptable comedy is anything that you have an honest argument for and anything that you can defend intellectually. Uh, and, and, you know, and my view has always been every, everything and everybody 
should be held op- open to scrutiny, and there shouldn't be any, you know, and because uh, we all we all benefit from knowing when we're ridiculous, and that includes us. No doubt about that. Do you have a favorite uh, specific sketch from the old TV show? Favorite sketch? Um, I guess that one favorite is the Citizen Kane. Just I love because I, I still like we every time we still tour every once in a while, and I still love performing it with Kevin. I also really love performing the Chicken Lady sketch with Mark. How has the Citizen Kane sketch evolved over that time? Oh, it's gotten much bigger. Uh, it's a lot more yelling. It's become much more physical on stage. It's like your own Peter versus the Chicken from Family Guy a bit. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know the reference, but okay. it's but it has definitely. Uh, uh, Kevin and I talked about it. I said that actually when we do the sketch live, it's very different from what it was on the TV show, and it's really much better. So we've had, you know, we've had, uh, you know, 30 years to perfect it. No. no doubt about that. And last thing, Dave, I have to thank you because I've always been drawn to radio and pop culture. It's what eventually led to me getting in the business, and that has evolved into podcasting now. And you were obviously an integral part of that with news radio. So thank you for your role on that show. Thank you. It's crazy to think back to uh, just the ensemble cast that was assembled. I mean, Stephen Root, who's become one of the great character actors. Uh, Andy Dick is obviously who he was. The great Phil Hartman, rest in peace. And then, of course, the guy who played the crazy conspiracy theorist janitor, Joe Rogan, who I'm a big fan of. And I've heard him speak fondly of you over the years on his podcast. I'm curious, though, uh, whenever you guys were working together back in the 1990s, did you ever think that he may be one of the most influential voices in the entire world? I would never have anticipated it. Uh, I mean, I've always known Joe to be one. Of, I've always known Joe to be one of the most curious human beings I've, I've ever met, uh, and a guy who really, you know, is always trying to learn stuff and trying to understand things. I mean, that's the said. Like, I mean, I don't know. You know, I, as, you know, people will Chris, but I don't know too many people that could, you know, carry on a three-hour conversation with Sir Roger Penrose about microtubules in the brain. You know, uh, so uh, you know, I, I think the people who haven't, you know, people have a very narrow. A lot of people who don't know Joe have a very narrow view of him, but he's he's a very expansive, very smart, and uh, and a very caring guy. I mean, he's a very very decent man. No doubt about that. Well, Dave, thank you so much for the time today, man. And best of luck at Thanksgiving. Thank you so much. Thank you. And finally, Scott Thompson. I'm Trey. How are you doing today? I'm good, Trey. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. I love that jacket. Thank you very much, Trey. Yeah. Uh, it's very Texas. It's and very Texas. I'm totally dressed for Texas. Yeah. And by the way, it uh, transitions seamlessly if you ever have anything to do in Calgary, too, correct? Absolutely. Yes, yes. So uh, I thought, I've been. this has been in my closet for years and years waiting for the right, right moment. And this is the moment. And here we are. And welcome to Austin. And congratulations on the documentary, the series. I'm curious for you as somebody who has been funny for so long, how has what is acceptable for the sake of comedy changed for you over the last 35 to 40 years now? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> A lot. Every, every generation shatters taboos, then creates new ones. So that's, what, that's an interesting thing to see that people go, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll vanquish this phantom, but we will create new ones. So that, that's been interesting, us discovering what you can and can't say. And there's a lot today. It's, a, it's definitely a very sensitive time. What very can't, difficult. What can't you say or do that? Say. No? Right now. You'll okay. see it in the series. All right. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. And yeah. What's your favorite sketch from back in the day? 
I don't really have a favorite sketch. Um, I, I maybe dipping areas, which is the restaurant sketch, which is actually those characters are in the new series. It's about um, it's uh, the five of it's a group scene, and we're all it basically five people working in a kitchen, the waiters, the cook, and all that, trying to create the perfect. I don't know if you know the scene, desserts, and I love that because it's making something out of nothing, and it's so subtle and beautifully shot and written and performed. It's 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 probably my favorite piece. I think it's just a a beautiful piece of comedy. How much of a conversation went into making sure to pay homage to some of the older stuff while also making the newer series its own thing too? Well, quite a bit. I mean, really we just write what we want. We write what makes us laugh. So we knew that there would be characters that would come back. Um, but there wasn't like a discussion about how much, how many we would bring back. It really was just what we, what we chose. So we, we didn't say we have to have this character or we have to have that character. Um, no, we just wrote what we thought was funny and then Amazon would say no, 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 yes. <laughs> A lot of no's. <laughs> Love that. Well, uh, thank you so much for the time today. Congratulations on the documentary, the new series as well, and uh, enjoy the rest of your time in Austin. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you too, Trevor Hines for operating the video camera on the red carpet. You can give him a follow on Instagram at Trevor Hines. And to Joshua Bates for the video editing. If you have any video editing needs, hit him up on Instagram at Forger Digital. And as always, Gentleman Jesus providing the intro and outro music. Hear more of his work at GentlemanJesus.com. And thanks to you for checking us out. You can watch, listen, learn, and connect for free at BooksOnPod.com. For Books on Pod, I'm Trey Elling. Good day.